Well, hello, everybody. I am Tommy. I am the host. And I had a bit of a screwy schedule this week, so I am flying solo today. No biggie. Just fire up a quick old school show. It was a somewhat eventful week, so let's open up the lounge and try to make some sense of it all. Alright, alright. We had the big announcement of the FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccine this week. Let me start by admitting how gullible I was after hearing that announcement. I hadn't read any of the FDA documentation. I just started kind of celebrating in my mind that this was all approved. I even started joking and taking victory laps about choosing Pfizer and how it was a tough scene for the Moderna jabbers who had to wait for their approval. But of course, I ended up feeling like a bit of a silly goose because after I read the actual documentation, it turns out that the FDA did not approve the Pfizer vax that is currently in circulation. Nope. What they did is pretty amazing. The FDA approved manufacturing and labeling of a different product. That seems like a fairly important distinction to me. The 11-page approval is published on the FDA.gov website. I encourage everyone to read it. Technically, it's a Biologics License Application, or BLA, like you might find on a bacon and lettuce and tomato sandwich. What we learn in this BLA approval letter is that the FDA issued a license to Pfizer for the manufacture and sale of a product named Comornati, I think might be how it's pronounced. C-O-M-I-R-N-A-T-Y, Comornati. And that Comornity product is legally distinguishable from the current vaccine that people are taking. Further, when we cross-reference to the fact sheet for healthcare providers administering vaccine, in footnote number one, we learn that the FDA describes the Comornity product as medically interchangeable with the current vaccine that people are taking, but it is not medically identical. The FDA approval is for a product that has not yet been manufactured, doesn't exist, and when it is manufactured, it will be legally distinguished and not identical to the vaccine that people are currently taking. And I should pause here to be perfectly clear. Most physicians recommend taking the vaccine that's in circulation now. It's the best way to avoid serious illness or death from COVID. I, of course, am not a doctor, and this, of course, is not medical advice. I wouldn't usually disclose my personal medical information, but I think it's fair, if I'm going to discuss this, that I should make an exception and say that I am fully vaccinated, and I specifically chose the Pfizer vaccine. I put the ultimate skin into this game. Also, I should note that I have no ill will of any kind towards anyone who declines the vaccine. And of course, everyone has the right to review and scrutinize the FDA, and they also have the right to redress any grievances that the FDA causes. But let me say again, most physicians recommend taking the vaccine. It is the best way to avoid serious illness or death from COVID. However, it is also true 
that anyone who is now claiming that the Pfizer vaccine that people are taking is FDA approved is actually spreading misinformation. Oh yeah, our old friend misinformation. The accurate information as published on FDA.gov in the documentation that was released last week is that the emergency use authorization for the current BioNTech vaccine was extended and that's what people are taking. We're still operating under the EUA and that is a huge distinction legally. First off, Pfizer retains complete indemnification from liability for any harm or side effects that the vaccine causes. And secondly, the use of EUA treatments is codified in the US code book. It comes with the right of refusal. The existing vaccine cannot be universally mandated. And accordingly, we're now seeing courts enjoin entities that attempt to mandate the EUA vaccine without providing the appropriate exemptions. Most recently, a U.S. district court enjoined the University of Louisiana Monroe for their vaccine mandate after ULM refused to allow the appropriate exemptions. It is just one of dozens of lawsuits around the country right now, and you better believe that those lawsuits are going to keep coming. It's a little pathetic that it takes judicial intervention on this, but that's just how the world works sometimes. And the FDA is definitely going to get the ever-loving shit suit out of them for this approval. Let's take a look at what the FDA actually did here. Returning to the BLA document published on FDA.gov, among the interesting things that we learn is that the FDA approval was based on a total of two national clinical trials, NCTs. They were NCT 04368728 and NCT 04380701. 4368728 is a study to describe the safety, tolerability, efficacy of RNA vaccine candidates against COVID-19. That trial was started in April of 2020, and it's estimated to be complete in May 2023. 04380701 is a trial investigating the safety and effects of four vaccines against COVID-19. That trial was also started in April 2020, and it is estimated to be complete in April of 2023. Yes, that means the FDA approved the Comirnaty product while there was still approximately 20 months to go in the initial three-phase clinical trials. Further, on page two of the BLA, we learn that the FDA skipped the Standard Advisory Committee review of the Comirnaty approval. For anyone who may not be familiar, the FDA uses committees and panels to obtain independent expert advice. Specifically, the Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee reviews and evaluates data concerning the safety, effectiveness, and appropriate use of vaccines. The committee also considers the quality and relevance of research programs that the FDA relies upon. Waiving the advisory committee review for something of this magnitude is obviously a highly questionable decision. 
To support the decision that they made, the FDA claimed that, quote, the clinical study design and trial results did not raise concerns or controversial issues, end quote. Huh? The FDA's posture is that there's no concerns or controversial issues about this vaccine? That seems just a little dubious. And it seems outright absurd when four pages later, the FDA acknowledges that Comirnaty has serious risks that haven't been properly assessed. Did you get that? The FDA waived the advisory committee review, claiming there were no concerns or issues. Then they inserted a post-marketing requirement to address known serious risks of the vaccine. Quote, known serious risks End quote, page six, the myocarditis and pericarditis study is not estimated to be complete until 2023 at the earliest. The study on pregnancy and infants is not estimated to be complete until 2025. We're still 20 months from finishing the initial three-phase clinical trials. The FDA waived the fucking advisory committee review. The only way for any independent expert to weigh in on the quality of the research and the appropriateness of the approval, they just waved it like it wasn't there. This fucking thing is worthless. This looks like yet another craven abuse of authority. The FDA should demand adequate controlled studies with long-term follow-up. They should make data publicly available before they grant approval to any vaccine. That's how medical science is supposed to work. But we are pretty fucking far from the scientific method, homies. We've devolved into this grotesque politicization. And everything is narrative and power grab. And now we have what appears to be a crude attempt by the FDA to create the illusion of a fully approved vaccine, probably as a justification for more mandates. And... This is the first time that I have ever wished that Donald Trump was the president of the United States. Not because he's a capable executive who wouldn't do something fucking stupid, but because if the Trump administration approved a vaccine based on two incomplete trials while waiving peer review from the advisory committee, people would indeed pause and scrutinize the situation. And that's not hypothetical, I'm not guessing. Have you seen that Drew Holden 360 guy on Twitter? Drew Holden 360. That dude brings the receipts. There are dozens of statements from prominent people declaring that they would never take a vaccine that was rushed through approvals by the Trump administration. But I guess now that there is a Democrat in the Oval Office, we instantly flip to a rushed vaccine is a gift directly from heaven. I mean, what better evidence could anyone ask for? If you want to see a demonstration of how vapid and politicized the vaccine discussion has been, take a look at what people were saying about a rushed Trump vaccine. Oh, and we also have direct evidence from the FOIA releases that the people involved in these decisions, they're overt political actors. The Fauci emails, just one example, showing how some of his media statements were based on his review of fucking polling data. I mean, this is all completely unscientific, and it's pretty much a disgrace, to be honest. 
Hey, is this content too heavy? Is it all too serious? Should I do my SodaStream break for some levity? SodaStream, you know, the at-home fizzy water maker? I go to Bed Bath & Beyond to get my canisters refilled. I know I could send them in to the internet or something, but that shit always seems like a ripoff. There's like shipping and this and that and the other thing. I'll just go to the Bed Bath Beyond, trade in the two canisters, and make all the fizzy water I want because I fucking love fizzy water. Put a little splash of Palm Wonderful in there, sometimes some fresh squeezed apple juice. Delicious. But when you get to Bed Bath & Beyond, Somehow, there's always a line of middle-aged ladies in front of you who are just there to have really long arguments. They want to return something and either they don't have a receipt or they've got a receipt from another store or they want to ring up 12 things individually because they're going to use a 20% off single item coupon on each one of them. It, it's absurd, but here's my suggestion to Bed Bath & Beyond if you're listening. Bed Bath & Beyond, you should have a line that's dedicated to middle-aged lady that wants to argue. The same way that they have like a 12 item or less thing at the grocery store, just go ahead and give them their own line. You can line up here and you can argue for as long as you want. But for everybody else who just wants to do commerce and leave, maybe get a little fizzy water, we've got these lines over here. That's the setup. That's the setup that we should have. All right, let me close out with a couple of truly fantastic clips from New York City Mayor William de Blasio. Look, human beings do well when they have carrot and stick. So uh, a mandate helps people to realize it's time. FDA final approval on Pfizer said it's time. Human beings do well when they have carrot and stick. So a mandate helps people to realize it's time. Um... People are not yours to control with a carrot or a stick. To the extent that the executive has granted certain emergency powers to be used in time of crisis, that's not supposed to be manipulated into tyrannical power grabs. It's supposed to be based on science and evidence, and it's supposed to be done with the least intrusion to inalienable rights possible to remedy the public health crisis. Cynically, I think maybe we're starting to see the connection between the illusion of an FDA approval and the politicians who want to use a stick. I'm not sure that this is a coincidence. And DeFiorcio wasn't done either. He had more to say. Now, the Biden administration could do something else that would really help us all move forward. Speed the approval of the vaccine for the 5 to 11 year olds. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Take off your shoe and beat yourself in the head for a minute. You do not speed up clinical trials. You do them deliberately and diligently. Even worse, the clinical trials that this guy wants to speed up is so he can vaccinate children, the group with the highest risk for the worst side effects. Obviously, this is not the party of science. This is a party of petty tyrants, smug idiots, fear, and hysteria. And history is going to look back at this era as one of the worst failures of public policy of all time. It's not an exaggeration. This is Reich-type stuff. Ethical people do not propagandize the public into submitting to state control of their bodies. 
The politicization of this pandemic is one of the grossest things that I have ever seen. Our government and our media are, they're just incapable of being honest. COVID-19 and its Delta variant are legitimate public health concerns, particularly for certain at-risk groups. However, for most of the rest of the population, there's no significant risk of mortality from the virus. But it's highly transmittable and it can put a fucking hurting on you. Most physicians recommend taking the vaccine. It is the best way to avoid serious illness or death from COVID. People should strongly consider that advice, in my opinion. However, it's also entirely reasonable to acknowledge that the vaccine has not been fully studied yet. There just hasn't been enough time. And while it's generally considered safe, there are known serious risks from the clinical trials that have been completed to date, particularly of that myocarditis item, particularly in children. Because there has not been enough time to properly evaluate and fully approve a vaccine, we continue to operate under an emergency use authorization. That EUA was just extended. That's what's covering the vaccines that are being distributed now. The U.S. Code recognizes that individuals may opt out of using an EUA treatment, specifically because there's risks associated with EUA treatments. We also have growing data sets that show that previously infected people have natural immunity that is higher than what the vaccine can provide. It is entirely reasonable for a previously infected person to decline the vaccine as it offers substantially more risk than benefit to them. Accordingly, we should probably respect people's right to decline the vaccine and hold no ill will towards them because in many cases, they have immunity that far exceeds the vaccine immunity. And we also have an unfortunate data set that shows that the vaccine immunity wanes fairly quickly. And that is what a transparent and ethical administration would be saying right now. But here in Bizarro land, I would probably get my ass suspended if I posted that on social. Seems like these are some fairly strange days that we're living. But I'm not sure that the majority truly supports all of these mandates and ostracizing anyone who scrutinizes what the FDA might be doing. I recognize that there's a super vocal segment that certainly does, but they might truly be the cliche of the vocal minority. Because I don't think most people want to burn witches in 2021. I think they want to ask reasonable questions of the FDA and I think they want reasonable answers. And what we're looking at right here doesn't add up. And the more that I look at this FDA approval and the more that I look at the carrot and the stick, I find it all to be quite dubious. And I wish that wasn't the case because I would have loved to fire up the microphone and talk about how the FDA fully approved a vaccine and published a wealth of a clinical trial data that supported it. But that's just not the case. And now I see people getting censored for discussing it. Oh boy. The other old cliche is those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. How about if we don't doom ourselves, homies?
Cruise.